Hello everyone and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host Chad Owens. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, Mine's was filled with fun, training as always, but I did get to relax, reset, and recharge for this week. And as you can see, I'm starting to get into that Halloween mood. I know some of us start at the beginning of October, but look, hey, you see it? I'm getting ready because it's coming soon. Anyway, look, uh, exciting show for you guys as always. So like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. I have to remind you, it's Monday, football fever, right? We're about, what, six weeks in now? You got to get yourself a football fever ballot in the Honolulu Star Advertiser newspaper. Super simple, right? Fill it out, select your picks, compete with myself and the rest of the panel, and give yourself a chance to win $500 cash. Hey, you got Thanksgiving coming around the corner. Shoot, Halloween is still right around the corner. You got to buy some candy, right? Thanksgiving, holidays, Christmas is, is right around the corner. So look, I know you could use an extra $500 cash and give yourself a chance to win the grand prize, a big green egg Kamado grill at the end. Shout out to our football fever sponsors, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's Drugs for making that possible. Let's go. All right, Uh, unfortunately, our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football team fell short this past weekend to Nevada. Uh, They lost 34 to 17 in a game where Freshman quarterback Braden Shager struggled. He threw four picks. You know, I know coming off of that that performance against Fresno State where, yeah, as a whole, we beat that ranked football team. Uh, But offensively, I I think we, you know, Shager, he managed that game. Uh, We didn't have to rely on his arm a whole lot, uh, but he did manage the game better. He managed uh, the, the football. He didn't really turn it over. And our defense created turnovers won that battle and in this game we lost the turnover battle and that was the difference and so I I know that there was high praise and and excitement about Shager but the truth of the matter is he's still just a freshman and he's got a lot to learn and quarterback Chevin Codero who we thought was going to be able to play just was not ready to go so I'm hoping that he gets fully healthy so that our offense can get back to doing what it does uh, in the air, you know, day day, that that boy's been running, but we can't just rely on him to do it all. We can't just rely on Calvin Turner to do it all. I keep talking about it. Football is a complementary sport. It all works in unison, right? It all feeds each other: offense, defense, and special teams. And so um, it was. A, it was a tough loss, but you know what? It's time to regroup. And uh, get back to the drawing boards. Get back to fundamentals. Because this week is an exciting week for us. Fans will finally be in the stands supporting our boys at home. And I cannot wait. Because I'm going to be there. Let's go. And, you know, to everyone's excitement, uh, you know, Tua Tagovailoa was back in the lineup this past week. And he, they actually played in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars. But... Unfortunately, hey, the Dolphins lost. The Jaguars broke their 20-game losing streak with a last-second field goal uh, after converting on fourth down to give themselves a chance 
to kick that, that game-winning field goal. Now for Tua, uh, post-game he had said, yeah, he's not quite 100% after you know, recovering from these fractured ribs. And in my opinion, man, he, that's been an unbelievable recovery time. You know, to be able to come back this soon and get back out there. But he did say he was 100% ready to play. As football players, I'm telling you, everybody each and every week is dealing with something. <laughs> we are in a high crash collision. It's a car accident each and every week, each and every game. So everyone's got something that they're dealing with, something that's nagging them. Right? But, but we tough it out for our, for our team. And Tua showed that, and um, man, he had a heck of a game as well. And so I know he's disappointed. He's happy to be back out there, but he's out there to win football games. And uh, you know, I know he was disappointed uh, that they didn't get to pull this one off. But for me, and I know all of us here in Hawaii, we're just happy to see Tua back out there playing. And uh, brother, each and every week, you continue to get uh, more and more healthy. And so, good luck this upcoming week, brother. All right, more from the NFL. Man, each and every week, I just love watching these games because so many big plays are being made. Upsets. uh, Teams that are proving that they are Super Bowl contending teams. And uh, I'm just going to go down down a few few games here. I'm not going to list them all. There's too much to mention. But the Cowboys defeated the Patriots 35-29 in overtime in a game that the last couple minutes in the fourth quarter was, man, talk about a, a, a change of events, man. Back and forth, it was exciting. But in the end, it was MVP caliber QB Dak Prescott getting it done. And the Cowboys are for real. They're back. They're on a, they're on a winning streak, and they are building some momentum. They've got a solid team. Uh, the Cardinals remain undefeated. They take out the Browns 37-14 and kind of beat up on Baker Mayfield. His, this, his shoulder popped out of socket, I think, twice in this game. Uh, we'll see what, what his status will be in the next week. The Ravens, this was the game of the week that everybody was looking for. Ravens and Chargers, two young quarterbacks, the future of the league. <laughs> the Ravens had the business. 34-6, to they dominated the Chargers. Lamar Jackson did his thing. Ravens D was flocking like they do, and the run game was solid. Steelers in a game against the Seahawks where both teams sort of struggling. The Seahawks were without Russell Wilson for the first time in a decade. Right? So they had Geno Smith there. And he played okay. Gave them a chance. In overtime, they had a chance to go down, to go down and drive and win the game. But Geno Smith, quarterbacks, you got to protect the football when running in traffic. He had it out here and got stripped. The Steelers recovered went down and ended up ending the game with a game-winning field goal. And I'm going to finish this off with this. The Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and the Green Bay Packers beat the Bears. And that's like a rival game. Aaron Rodgers talked about it when he walks in the streets and how there was some animosity, there's hate there. Uh, he said, maybe after my career is over, uh, there's, there'll be more love there. But after Aaron Rodgers scored on his touchdowns and he gave him his little his, his, you know, his thing, he says, I still own you. Told the fans, because apparently a fan was flipping him the bird, and so he got them back. I still own you. He said it a few times as he jogged off the field, and that he did. And so, look, uh, these games, these teams, 
I don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Right? Tom Brady and the Buccaneers look great. But a lot of these other teams look like legit Super Bowl contending teams. So I'm excited to see this, this season continue to progress. We'll see what happens. All right. It's, it's down to crunch time for uh, Washington State head football coach, former Hawaii player and coach Nick Rolovich. Um, yeah, he's waiting on his religious exemption to either get accepted or unaccepted uh, or be vaccinated. So that's basically what it's come down to uh, for the state of Washington. Coach, uh, you know, Rolo is the highest paid state employee in Washington state. So, you know, they're, they're putting a lot of pressure on him, but all he's focused on, as he should be, is coaching. And that's all he's ever talked about, and that's all he wants to do. And so only time will tell to see what Rolo's um, sort of situation. You know, hey, could he have coached his last game at WSU? Uh, I surely hope not, man. He's a heck of a coach, and I know this has sort of been a, a distraction for the program, for the school, for, for certain people in the community, and I'm sure for some of the players. But, you know, it's unfortunate that, that this thing, this pandemic has caused so much division and, and all that. And so, you know, football, football, it, it, everything that's in that locker room is supposed to be in the locker room, stay tight. You're not supposed to have outside media or anything come inside and, and cause division. But unfortunately... This time that we're in, this pandemic has caused just that. So, um, man, Rolo, I'm hoping that everything works out for you, brother. Um, we all know that, that, that you mean well and your heart is in the right place. And that's coaching up them boys each and every day to be the best possible football team that you guys can be. The Atlanta Braves do it again with a walk-off by Eddie Rosario in the ninth inning, uh, ripping a, a line drive single, driving a winning score, uh, in the winning run, in, excuse me, they won 5-4 in the NL Championship Series and lead the LA Dodgers 2-0. I'm 2-0 in the series, excuse me. I said it. I'm going my childhood team. The Atlanta Braves are going to take it all this year, and I'm rooting for you guys, so let's go. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in with me today on this Monday, this start of the week, this momentum setting day. I hope you guys are hitting it hard. I hope you guys are, hey, full throttle. That's the only way you have to attack Mondays. Thank you so much again. And I'll see you come hump day Wednesday. <laughs>